This is News Talk. Well, I'm sure we're all familiar with the phrase Garda driver when it comes to ministers. What about Garda cyclist, though? That's on the front of the Irish Independent. Green Party leader Eamon Ryan is going to get a pedalling protection officer, a Garda cyclist, essentially, when he's cycling around Dublin on ministerial duties. Minister Ryan confirmed the move to the Irish Independent. His protection officer will be on a bike because Mr Ryan does not use a ministerial car, unlike other members of the Cabinet. And obviously there's been a lot of talk recently about the safety of politicians. So I suppose you can't really have uh, a minister and one of the government leaders kind of going around on a bike without being protected there. Uh, Now his protection detail will occasionally be in a Garda car. So does that mean that the Garda drives around behind Minister Ryan? I'm not really clear. Apparently that's all going to depend on operational requirements. Uh, And expressions of interest to fill the role have been sought in recent days from Garda members. So if you're Garda and you'd like to follow Eamon Ryan around on a bike, well there's a new gig for you available. So that's on the front of the Irish Independent. Uh, also that story that we heard about coming up on News Talk Breakfast about grooming children. Adult offenders will face up to five years in prison for grooming children into a life of crime. This is going to be discussed by Cabinet later this morning. That's on the front of the Irish Independent as is a picture by the way of Sophie Dunn, age seven, enjoying dashing through the snow yesterday while her school was closed due to the wintry weather. I did have a fear going to bed last night that I was going to wake up to snow because I saw some things on social media, but luckily, okay, certainly in the Nace area. Now, the Irish Times, Fine Gael politicians are calling for a tougher approach to passport destruction. So Fine Gael TDs want a tougher stance on so-called illegal immigration into the state and the issues moving to the centre of the political agenda as the doll resumes today following the Christmas break. Some Fine Gael members told a meeting that they wanted to see aspects of Irish immigration policy hardened up. John Paul Phelan saying people who arrive and are suspected of having destroyed their papers en route should be deported immediately. And this is a big problem because suddenly people arrive into the passport control section and they've absolutely nothing on them. And we don't know how they get on the plane wherever they, their first uh, place of departure was. Obviously, you need documents to get on the plane. But where do those documents go by the time they reach passport control in Dublin Airport or wherever? Also, the Irish Times leading with this two and a half billion euro apartments redress plan. It'll work out at about 25 grand per apartment to fix some of the defects. Um, and obviously there'll be a lot of people very, very interested in this. We'll have more on this on News Talk Breakfast this morning because the Construction Defects Alliance is going to be briefed before Cabinet uh, about what the decision is going to be with regard to apartments redress. But there's a lot of people living very worried about, um, you know, fire threats and water damage and things like that in their apartments. Also, people, of course, worried about the cost of living. And the main story on the front of the Irish Examiner is that consumers hit by the cost of living crisis are now selling vouchers they got as Christmas presents as a, at a discount to raise money. Excuse me. So the examiner has had a look on Dundeal and adverts.ie and at the moment there are a number of ads offering unwanted vouchers for sale at discounted prices so that the owners can convert them 
to cash. And according to the Consumers Association of Ireland, the practice of selling unused vouchers has taken off in recent months. So some examples there we have a voucher worth 150 quid for a hotel in the Midlands. You can buy that for 100 euro. A 100 euro voucher for Tommy Hilfiger is on sale for 90 euro. A 90 euro one for all is being sold for 80 euro. A Donegal hotel voucher worth 300 euro is being sold for 250 euro. And a Golden Discs gift card valued at 190 euro is being sold for 120 euro. All of these unwanted gifts the assumption is it's the cost of living crisis. Maybe people don't want vouchers anymore. Maybe they don't want to go to a hotel in the Midlands uh, and instead think someone else might enjoy it and they get the cash for it instead. Staying with the cost of living, Irish Daily Mirror, take a hike. Price of bread, milk and butter goes up. Electricity surges by 63% and disabled woman gets €815 Euro gas bill for a month. The story on the Mirror, hard-pressed householders have been hammered for for essentials. A disabled woman and her aunt say they're forced to live like they're in a Dublin tenement after receiving an €815 gas bill for just one one month. Karen Butler-Lynch said this is horrific. The Irish Daily Mail goes with pensions. We're going to be talking about pensions shortly here on Breakfast Briefing because it's uh, the auto-enrolment scheme is coming before Naroctus Committee today and proposals by the government for auto-enrolment will leave women worse off and widen the pensions gender gap and Naroctus Committee will be warned today. We'll speak to the chair of that committee, Dennis Nocton, shortly here. The Irish Sun goes with a lighter story on the front page. I don't know if you were watching the BBC last night and the FA Cup coverage. I wasn't watching it, but... I saw videos on Twitter and assumed it was a joke that people had sort of put these noises onto the video and tweeted it. But actually, this is what you saw if you were watching BBC last night. Gary Lineker was pranked with the sound of a porn movie during last night's FA Cup coverage. The moans of a woman drowned his words as he handed over to BBC commentators for Wolves against Liverpool. Uh, And it turns out Gary Lineker tweeted, um, the Sun has this story on the front page, as I say, it's called Match of the Wahey, is the headline, which is quite clever. But Gary Lineker tweeted that someone had strapped a mobile phone under the couch in the studio and then kept ringing the number, which made the noise of the woman groaning. So very embarrassing. Someone might lose their job in the BBC over that. Staying with Across the Water, the Times have a very interesting one on the front page today. Uh, This is the top food watchdog in Britain who's looking at, and we all know this if you're in an office, if it's someone's birthday, even if someone pops out, you know, to the shop, they come back with treats or they'll have a birthday cake or something like that. But anyway, Britain's top food watchdog has said that bringing cake into the office should be seen as harmful to your colleagues as passive smoking. This is Professor Susan Jebb, who urged doctors to be more willing to broach the topic of patients' weight and offer diet help. Uh, And she says, if nobody brought cakes into the office, I wouldn't eat cakes in the day. But because people do bring cakes in, I eat them. Now, okay, I've made a choice, but people were making a choice going into a, a smoky pub. So it's an interesting one. I'd never thought of it before, but cake, the same as pasta smoking in an office. Staying with that paper and staying with the office environment, 
environment. If you're wondering about when you're most motivated in the office, office workers are at the most productive at 10.22am. Well, I'm gone home at that time, but for most people, 10.22am is when you're most productive and you're least productive at 1.27pm. And uh, the, uh, there's a further lull at 2.06pm. So don't bother asking your colleagues to do anything after lunch because people just aren't clued in. Uh, the hard work dips after lunch is what that report by one poll found. Also, there's a story in the Irish Independent staying with working. Bosses have resorted to sending their staff messages on Instagram. The reason is because young employees ignore work emails altogether. This is according to YPRO, which employs 260,000 people around the world. And they say about 10% of staff don't even check one email per month. So now they've had to start DMing them on Instagram. A couple of final stories for you in the papers. Uh, Prince Harry's book has topped the list of the fastest selling non-fiction book in Ireland since records began. That's in the Irish Times. We'll have more on that on News Talk Breakfast this morning. Uh, also, Pat Kenny is in the papers today. He's on the front of the Irish Daily Star. This is uh, News Talk's Frank Graney, who has the podcast Inside the Crime, and he was looking at the murder of RT set designer Charles Self, but both the Star and the Mirror have had a listen to the podcast, which was available before Christmas. If you missed it before Christmas or over Christmas, you can listen back to the News Talk app. I highly recommend that you do. But the papers covering this morning the fact that Pat Kenny has revealed that he was shocked and aghast after Gardaí quizzed him in connection with the murder of RT set designer Charles Self and also asked him, was he one of those boys, i.e. was he gay himself? And final story from The Telegraph. Uh, if you are not a fan of horror movies or you think that you shouldn't watch it before bed, well, it's a load of rubbish because they have found that uh, if you watch suspenseful, suspenseful shows, even those filled with cliffhangers, it does not affect your sleep quality and can actually help you with nodding off. So don't worry about it. Anyway. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.